What's up, Buttercups? It is Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. This is the Week 7 preview episode where I previewed the matchups in all of Taco Court Fantasy Football League for Week 7. Went over some little stuff about each individual roster and what I think is going to happen and how the projections are going to work out and the predicted records for each individual team after this week. Also went over some quick betting stuff when I just kind of opened up the platform that I use and went down the line and said, look at this is what I think I like and stuff like that. But uh, if you want to follow it, follow it. But um, I'm no pro or nothing like that. It's just my initial thoughts. We'll see how they work out and kind of just documenting the entire journey on its own. So anyways, um, hope you guys enjoy and good luck to everybody except for everybody but me. So that means just good luck to me. Um, love you. Bye. of the NFL and 2020 fantasy football season is upon us and this is a preview matchup of week seven in Taco Court Fantasy Football League. I am your host Nate Molinay. I am the manager of the Vinegar Strokes within Taco Court Fantasy Football League and every single league that I'm in staying consistent for all the people to understand who the Naderade is. <coughs> wow Ugh, another one drink some soda and anyways you can find me at Twitter at Naderade 530-N-A-T-E-R-A-D-E-530 and also on Instagram and TikTok and the like. Anyways, let's get into some week seven matchups. we got a lot to get through, so we'll try to cut it a little bit short today. In matchup number one, we have the three and three, too hot to handle, headed towards the two and four, Tony Patriot. The win probability is set at 60% towards too hot to handle with a projection of 147 to 123. And We'll see if this thing's going to hold up. We have too hot to handle rolling out the Packers quarterback. Todd Gurley, Jarek McKinnon, Devonta Adams, Calvin Ridley, Brandon Cooks, Johnny Smith, Jarvis Landry, Justin Jackson, yikes. And we have the Texans quarterback for Tony Patriot, Joshua Kelly, Daryl Henderson, DJ Moore, Will Fuller, Darius Slayton, who gave him four points on Thursday night, George Kittles a bits. DJ Chark, DJ Chark, DJ Chark, DJ Chark, and Lat Murray. It's going to be interesting to see the battle between Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly. I think that Josh Kelly is going to get all the run here. If you are betting and you can find some props on Josh Kelly rushing yards, I don't know what they are now, but I will try to look them up as I keep talking. But it's going to be rough because I have a hard time doing a bunch of things all at one time. So I am filling space right now to get towards finding a prop bet for Josh Kelly and I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and I am why can't I not find the Chargers game there it is Chargers versus the Jags and we're going to just do this live right now and figure it out and my screens are taking a little bit low but Josh uh, Jackson's rolling in with a little bit of a hammy issue or a knee issue I think it is and let's see what they are Josh Kelly over 51 yards they're going against the uh Let's see. Josh Kelly over 51 yards, minus 114. 
So let's just do this right now. We're going to put in a 1.14 unit bet to win one unit over 51 and a half yards. I think it's going to be a game where they are, I believe they are an eight, they're seven and a half point favorite against the Jaguars who let up somewhere around five yards a pop. And they are like the 11th worth team DVOA. And yep. And the rushing prop for, let's see, I didn't even look. I should have looked for you guys. The rushing prop for um, Justin Jackson is 48 and a half. I'm going to go ahead and hit that under. You can get that under at 114 as well. So we'll do the same type of bet. 1.14 units to win a unit. I wonder if you could parlay these. That would be cool. I don't know if you can. Nope. Unable to place a bet, can't create a bet because the type of combinations are in the same game. Yep. So you can't do that. That's fine. We'll just hit out those two singles right there. Let's take that. Okay. Boom. Put it on the board. Josh Kelly was getting a ton of run beforehand, and then he had some, like, hammy issues or whatever that was. So um, there's that. Let's see what the touchdown prop is for him to get a rushing touchdown. And touchdowns, 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 touchdowns at least. Josh Kelly is a plus 100, so he's a, he's a favorite to get a touchdown there. Woo! Yeah, so if you got a guy getting a touchdown prop, um, that's plus money, and he is moving, looking at like he's going to be the number one there for today, or for Sunday, I should say, because um, it's not even Sunday yet. It might be it's nighttime, so. Um, yeah, I think that, those lines kind of adjust things a little bit. Let's see Daryl Henderson against the Rams. I don't against the Bears. Who knows if he gets the full run or if they start giving Cam Akers the ball a little bit. Cam Akers was doing well two weeks ago, and then they gave him no run last game, and they lost against the Niners. Um, Daryl Henderson's fine too, but I don't know. That New England and George Kittle, do they take away George Kittle as the number one option there with Mostert not out? So that might hamper there. I think – I think that you're going to need a big combo out of Watson and Fuller for Tony Patriot to take a victory. So give me too hot to handle to go from three and three to four and three and Tony Patriot to move down to two and five and compete for the sack in matchup. Number two, we have, I shave my balls for this at four and two moving to password is taco who is six and oh, is a 64% win probability by ESPN with a projection of 151 to 113. You got two, uh, uh, the I shave my balls for this, rolling out the Bucks quarterback, Aaron Jones, who um, might not even play. So let's look at his bench and see what he's got. He's got Kareem Hunt in his flux right now. Another person that he could flex out. He's down Michael Thomas, Austin Hooper, uh, Jalen Rieger. So you're looking at players on his bench. The only other player that can play is uh, nobody right now. There's no Zach Pasquale because he's on by, and Alexander Madison on by, Jonathan Taylor on by. So we're kind of get by that bye week bug right there might drop a drop one of these quarterbacks because he's got the bucks quarterback the raiders quarterback and titans quarterbacks on his roster so maybe he's dropping one of those i don't know <clears throat> doesn't look like aaron jones might suit up but he's not going to do anything so aaron jones james robinson keenan allen henry ruggs tim patrick logan thomas Reem hunt christian kirk up against password tacos seahawks quarterback rojo mike davis tyreek hill aj brown Stephon Diggs, Darren Fells, Josh Jacobs, and C.D. Lamb. And give me password as Taco to remain undefeated at 7-0. and And I shame my balls for this to move to 4-3. and Woo! We got Chad's team at 2-4 and going to 
the Eskimo brothers in Josh Peterson at one and five. The win probability right now is favored in the Eskimo brothers with a projection of 127 to 121. You got for Chad's team, the Chiefs quarterback, Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, Kenny Galladay, Julian Edelman, Chase Claypool, Noah Fent, Jerry Judy, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. This guy's got to have something on his bench, right? Hunter Renfro. Oh, he picked up Antonio Brown. Uh, he's got McCaffrey in his IR, so he's hurt by that. <clears throat> on the other side, you got the Saints quarterback because Lamar is on bye. So you got the Saints quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Phil Lindsay, Jerry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Keenan Cole, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, and Jimmy Graham. There's got to be something on his bench, right? Um, he had Golden Tate get 11 on his bench over the weekend or over Thursday. Carry on Johnson, Danny Amendola, Nontrell Emmon. Yep, nothing he's going to play there. Oh, my gosh. This is suck of the suck matchups of the week. And you got three, four different Broncos within this matchup. I think that, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't know. Does Carolina stop the Saints from scoring touchdowns? My chest itches. So if you hear me scratching, that's what it is. <clears throat> and I don't know. Oh, my gosh. There's just too many Broncos on, on Chad's team. There's just too many. Oh, my gosh. Josh is moving to two and five. Chad's team, two and five, competing for the Zacco. Matchup number four, we got the three penis wine sitting at four and two, going to the Squirt Squad, one and five, the reigning Sacco and leading member for the Sacco. You got a win probability of 62% on the three penis wine side for Nick. 147 to 122 is the projection. You got the Rams quarterback, James Conner, Boston Scott put up 18 on Thursday night for him. Julio, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Evan Ingram put up 11 already on Thursday night. Derek Henry. DK Metcalf, this is a squad. Go ahead, little Nick. I don't. I shouldn't call you little Nick. It's little Nicky, but I caught myself in the middle of it. I apologize. But this is the battle of the chocolate factory right here between Nick and Wayne. And Wayne's team, he's got the Steelers quarterback, David Montgomery, Devonta Freeman, put up less than a point on Thursday night. I don't know if he got injured or whatever. He's got eight yards. Um, I think he did get did get hurt, right? Let's look at it right here. Was he removed? He had to have been. He only got three carries. I didn't really watch the game. So, uh, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Tyler Boyd, TJ Hawkinson, Deonta Johnson, Traquan Smith. I can see, like, oh, he also left 33 points from the Eagles quarterback on his bench on Thursday night. Um, I believe that the Steelers mopped the floor with the uh, what do you call them, with the, the Titans. So I think you can get some early scores out of the offense. Uh, the Titans don't have Taylor Lewan, and I think that is a big deal. And I, so I think that limits what Derrick Henry can do. I think Ben gets out to a, a fast start, but then James Conner goes in. So there's stuff on both sides of this team. I just think the depth that Nick has ends up moving him to five and three. So five and three for the three penis wine and the squirt squad moves to one and six and remains where they belong. Matchup number five. We got two to go. So matchup number five, we got baby Ruth at two and four going to the murder boners at three and three baby Ruth is a 
seven point favorite with a 53% win probability, 126 to 119. With the Falcons quarterback, Antonio Gibson, Gio Bernard sitting there. It was a good draft pick. Now he's got Gio Bernard. Wow. Amari Cooper, who seems to be getting some life under him under the Andy Dalton. Cooper Cup, A.J. Green, Hayden Hurst, Mike Williams, James Washington. On the other side from the murder bonus, you got the Bills quarterback, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Bob Woods, Melvin, Melvin uh, Marvin, fuck, I can't say his name, Marvin Jones Jr., Brandon Ayuk, Eric Ebron, Lev Bell, ooh, that's why, and Jared Cook. Um, what does he have on his bench? Miles Sanders, nothing, because he was out. Tyler Higby out, Sammy Watkins out, Miles Gaskins on by. Yep. He got the Cardinals quarterback on his bench. Ooh. In a high-scoring affair. Maybe he won't listen to this in time. One o'clock start for Bills. Ooh. I, that's tough. That's a tough decision. That's why I don't like having two quarterbacks on my roster. And on Baby Ruth's side, he's got Joe Mixon that's out. Mark Ingram on by now. Sony Michelle, Dallas Goddard on IR. He's got Nick Chubb on IR. Sterling Shepard <clears throat> sitting on his bench, who put up 18 on Thursday night. I think the Baby Ruth squad is coming together pretty well, uh, especially if AJ Green can keep catching passes from the Joe Burrow. Oh my gosh, I want to pick uh, Cooper Cup against the Bears on Monday night. Antonio Gibson against Detroit or Dallas, who can't stop anybody. Excuse my French. Hayden Hurst. Oh, my gosh, this is a rough one. Give me the baby Ruth to move to three and four and murder bonus go down to three and four. And in the marquee matchup of the week, of course, it always involves yours truly, the Vinegar Strokes, and your host of Talk Board Fantasy Football League podcast. We have the Pocket Dogs, four and two, traveling to yours truly, four and two, Vinegar Strokes. The Pocket Dogs is a 69, nice, win percent win probability, 137 to 118. He's rolling out the Panthers quarterback against the New Orleans Aints. CEH, Chris Carson, D-Hop, Tyler Lockett in my pocket. Travis Fulgham gave him 12 and a half on Thursday night. Darren Waller, Adrian Peterson, yuck, Demarcus Robinson. Currently, I have the Jags quarterback. So. This is messed up because there's like I'm missing a player right now. Uh, but Jack's quarterback, Zeke, David Johnson, Juju on a beat, OBJ, Robbie A, Robert Tunyon, <clears throat> Nicole Harmon, who's catching a touchdown this week against the Denver Broncos in the snow. Uh, I'm probably going to mix up somewhere. I'm deciding between in my last flex, Zach Moss, Hunter Henry, Leonard Fournette. Bashad Perriman, Corey Davis, Nelson Aguilar. Let's see. Let's see. I might just move Hunter Henry in there against Jacksonville. I don't have any other. I don't have any other chargers in there, but big Mike Williams scares me because I think that that dude is the truth. Um, mm, I don't know. I'm going to move someone else in there. So let's cut this spread down to 10. And of course, you don't come into the vinegar strokes without coming out a vinegar stroke. So let's move me to five and three. I'm going to take this one down and James, the pocket dogs moving to four and three, or I'm moving to five and two. My apologies it is late. 
Ooh. And that's that week seven matchup preview. What else do we want to talk about? Let's look over some bets. I have not really studied a lot, but there's a Joe Burrow bet for 285 yards passing against this Cleveland Browns team. He's gone over 300 yards four times this season. I don't know. It seems rich to me. Um, let's just look at spreads. Let's look at spreads. So you got Cleveland three and a half point favorite against the Bengals. Ugh, over under 51. So what, 27 to 24 game or something like that is what they're predicting. Oof. I don't know. Probably staying away. Dallas one point dog to the Washington football team. I am whatever. I'm, I'm doing it right now. We're doing it in the in the podcast. So, yep, I'm going to pick Dallas with the point there. Get them at minus 115. So, if they lose by one, that's fine. You can get a push. The money line for them to win is minus 105. So, 10 cents, not too much of a difference. So, I'll just take the point in case they accidentally lose by a point. But how many teams lose by a point? Probably should just take the money line, whatever. But this is like a low-scoring game, it says. 45 points. Like, everybody puts up 20-something points against – Dallas. Can Dallas put up 20-something points against the Washington football team? I think so. Um, I'm adding the over. Fuck it. YOLO. All right. Lions, one-and-a-half point dogs to the Falcons. I'm probably staying away from that because I kind of believe in the Lions a little bit. I think they have the good running game, but the Falcons can fucking sling it. They got rid of their coach, and now they have Dirk Cutter opening up that offense. I think he wanted to get uh what's his name what's his name their fucking old coach whatever their old coach fired and then he didn't get the job so now he's like petitioning for a job and trying to um win himself out a head coaching job by the end of the season so whatever let's take the atlanta falcons one and a half uh the carolina panthers are six and a half point dogs against the new orleans saints they're on the road no michael thomas no manny sanders they have alvin Kamara who let's look at an Alvin Kamara rushing prop because Alvin Kamara rushing prop against Carolina may be very fruitful. Does Carolina stop stack the box? Their defense is a little bit better than advertised at the beginning of the year. See what Alvin Kamara's rushing prop is. Alvin Kamara over 64 and a half. Yeah, I'll take it. Let's do that. That's minus 114. So I don't know. Everybody seems to be able to run all over Carolina. Is it that or Lat Murray? Lat Murray's at 42 and a half. I think I'd rather just mess around with Alvin Kamara. Let's go with known commodities. We can never trust the other guy. Uh, but the Saints are six and a half point favorites. I can see them losing this game. Oh my gosh. That's hard. 50 and a half total. So that's what? 50. 27 21 something like that 27 23 28 23 somewhere around there is what they're looking at oh i don't know the bills 10 and a half point favorites against the jets um staying away this line opened at like 13 and it dropped down with sam Darnold playing that's about what the the game ended last time i feel like this is going to be a bills bounce back game they they got Trump the last two weekends they got stomped like even if the game was close they got stomped like they got stomped against Tennessee and then they're getting they got stomped against the Chiefs 
Um, yeah, I don't. Forty six total. These teams scored forty something points last time, or forty seven points or something like that. So it's about what it was in week one. I feel like it's a bounce back game for the Bills, but I like the Jets. But I don't know. If I had to choose, I'd probably take the Bills with ten and a half. But that's fucking scary. That's a lot of points to lay. Um, staying away from that. Green Bay three point favorite against the Houston Texans. Traveling to Houston over under 56 and a half. Mm. Can this game end up like 35 to 28? Probably. Oh, I kind of want to take the over, but I don't. The under's got some juice to it. So the over 56 and a half is at minus 105. There's some juice on the under at 115. Oh, I don't know. I'm probably staying away. Steelers, one-point dog. This is my lock of the week. I feel this one deep in my soul. Steelers, plus one, underdog to lose to the Tennessee Titans. What happened with Josh Allen a couple weeks ago? Oh, my God, Josh Allen, he's a candidate for MVP and all this kind of stuff, right? Josh Allen's not that great at football. And he's getting exposed. Same thing's happening with Ryan Tannehill right now. And they're getting hype. I think Pittsburgh's defense can create a lot of pressure. And without Taylor Luan there at left tackle, I think they are going to struggle. They're going to be able to get pressure. That is huge for a team. Pittsburgh's defense is solid. Give me Pittsburgh with the point. You can take them on the money line for plus money. It's about the same. So, um, yeah, let's just take. Ugh, whatever, we'll take the one. There's no point in it, though, because I feel like they're going to win. Whatever. Money line, there. Over under 51, probably not touching that total. You can give me, let's look at props here for this game because I'm intrigued by it. Passing yards. Let's look at passing yards for Ryan Tannehill, 266. Ben, 270. Probably staying away from that. Rushing yards. Let's see what Derrick Henry, 84 and a half. Ooh. Thing is, he can break one run and it fucking goes nuts. So, probably staying away from that. Tannehill, 14 and a half yards rushing. Nope. Um, Touchdowns. At least I'm staying away from Chase Claypool. He's getting all the hype. He's got plus money, plus 140 for him. Um, I think I misspoke on the Chargers one earlier when I said something about plus 100. But, yeah, it's pretty much even money on um, Josh Kelly. So, might as well be minus 100 is the same, right? Um, Plus 100 means, yeah, they're probably going to. We're not paying you a lot for it. Um, A.J. Brown plus 125 sitting there for a touchdown on the Tennessee side. He's probably the most likely to score a touchdown against this Steelers defense. Oh, my gosh. Deontay Johnson, Juju, plus 160. Deontay Johnson, 200. Mm, Stay away. James Washington. mm. Don't like the odds. First touchdown score. Can we get a Juju touchdown? Juju, first touchdown score, plus 1,200. Hmm. Juju's got to break out at some point. And it feels like a game for him to get a touchdown here. 
I'm just going to stay away. Don't chase that crap, Nate. We've been talking about it for weeks. All right. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Minus four for the Bucks. Plus four for the Raiders. The Raiders seem like this random team who's going to be able to do some damage. But for some reason, you have that feeling of, oh, Antonio Brown's going to the Bucks and they're load, they're getting loaded and all this kind of stuff. Um, man, over under 51. I'm probably staying away. But if I had to do something, I'd probably uh, – it's either the Bucks are going to trounce them or the Raiders are going to win. So that's the two leans. Like, it's not going to be close, I don't think, if Tampa Bay wins. And I think it could be like a one score or a two score for the Raiders. I just want to stay away from it. Niners plus three dog to the New England Patriots on the road. I'm probably staying away from this. Niners got too many fucking, too many, too many. Injuries, inactives, they're traveling. The running backs are just fucking getting rotated. My eye is itching really bad as I'm talking about this. Over under 45 seems to be a low-scoring game. What is it? Is it Jimmy G revenge game? You guys think I suck, and I'm going to light you up. But against that defense, and Bill Belichick, he knows all the idiosyncrasies up. Idiosyncrasies, idiosyncrasies. I don't know what the fuck that word is of Jimmy G. Uh, this is another game where I think it's either the Niners fucking mop the floor with them or the Patriots win close. Belichick also came down three scores to came back from three scores against the Atlanta Falcons while the head coach, Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers, was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. Chiefs, this line has moved from nine and a half to minus seven. Because of weather implications, I will take this number at seven for the Chiefs. There's an over-under of 44. Give me the Chiefs to cover a seven. Seems crazy, but on the road, I think they can cover seven against the Denver Broncos, who can't do shit. Um, Probably a lot of running in this game, but I think that if the Chiefs can get up a couple scores, like 10, I think there's panic in the Denver Broncos. So that's that. Chargers minus seven and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. At first, I kind of had a feeling that they could, the Jaguars could make some damage in this game and possibly win it, but I don't know. I'm a truther. I think that with Mike Williams back, the Chargers are a completely different team. They have Keaton Allen to run the middle, Hunter Henry up the seam, Mike Williams deep, Jalen Guyton deep. And they have a solid back in the backfield. So I think they're going to be too much to handle. Not a cool, not an ode to Brandon and too hot to handle. But um, there's that. So I'm probably going to stay away. Seahawks minus three and a half against the Cardinals. Uh, this is a total of 55. I am hitting this over 55. Um, that just seems too low for teams that continuously can put out 30 points. And um, the Seahawks defense is dog shit. They're on the road to Arizona. Arizona gets to play at their home field. And I think that that's where that's going to lie. The Rams are six-point favorites against the Bears um, with a total of 45 on the board. Ooh. You just bet an under and hope it's fucking 20 to 17. (laughs) Seems like a game that could be like that. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, that's that. I don't know. Whatever. So let's look at the bet slip things that we talked about here. We've got the Cowboys plus one. 
the team total for the Cowboy or the game total over 45 for the Washington R-Words and the Dallas Cowboys. We got minus one and a half to the Falcons, Pittsburgh money line, Chiefs minus seven, and the total, what did I just say? Total is at 54 and a half for the Seahawks and Cardinals. There it is. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. I hope all of you guys enjoyed. Hopefully, we can win these bets. I'll write them down this time so I can actually go over them the best way. But if you wanted to parlay all those, which I don't ever recommend, is don't parlay. But the odds are plus 4,866, meaning that if you bet $100 and they cashed, it would be a $4,866 return. Don't parlay. Anyways, this is Nate. At Naderade530 on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok like. I just found out that my daughter uh, posted a TikTok the other day on my TikTok. And it's kind of funny. Uh, I started getting like likes and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell? Like people are liking my old TikToks. And she made one. And um, it's kind of funny. So um, find me there. And if you like this kind of content and these type of things, you can go and check out the 58 West King podcast available on the same platform that you are listening to this. That is ran by uh, another manager within our league, Tony Patriot, uh, him and his co-commissioner, Matt Graham. And um, yeah, that, that one's pretty good. So go check that out too. And champions dynasty league podcast, which is a league that we combine this league taco court 58 West King, which is Tony's league. and two other leagues to find out who is the best manager out of four different leagues. So we took top three teams out of four leagues, put them in dynasty format so we can see who's the best overtime. So anyways, this is Nate uh, and I appreciate you listening. Uh, it means a lot to me and thanks. Love you.